All right, guys, this is Two Guys, One Shop. We are on episode three, and Bryce is taking the reins this episode, so he'll be in charge. Uh, we are just talking about people making offers on stuff and about all it's it's real easy to tell somebody not to their face, like, hey, I'll give you this, or whatever, or lowball people. I know, like, one thing I don't like is uh, when the seller won't tell you a price they want, or about what they want. That that upsets me. That one upsets me, too. Because it's like, I have no idea what ballpark you're in, and when I offer you $400 for the whole thing, you'd be pissed off. <laughs> I'll usually tell people, look, I'd give you an offer, but I don't want to piss you off today, so why don't you give me somewhere to start? And then if they're like, no, nah, just throw out an offer, I'll be like, I'll give you like $200 fucking dollars. I, it has worked out for me in the past, but um, there's something where, I forget what I was trying to buy. She didn't lie to me. It's not an avocado. No, it tastes like wine. just looks like avocado. Sorry. I think all the sediment went to the bottom. Oh. Um, and they... I don't remember what it was even. They they want they're like, oh, just make an offer and I'm like as somebody I knew personally I'm like I don't know what to offer yet, it's just gonna like you know you're not gonna like it. And they're like, Well, just make an offer I'm like, I ain't gonna make an offer, tell me what you want and they're finally like five hundred bucks. I'm like, damn, I was gonna offer you like eight hundred. <laughs> I was like, damn You know what the funny thing is? That sometimes works really well for me. Um <laughs> I've had other people where I'm like, just tell me what you'll give me for it. And they're like, well, I'll give you like $800. And then I took it. That's that Camaro that I had that I paid $150 for. Uh, I had a guy who's like, I need that Camaro. And I'm like, well, I'll, I'll sell it. And he's like, well, what do you want for it? And I'm like, honestly, just make me an offer. He's like, well, I don't want to upset you. I'm like, you ain't going to upset me, I promise. And he threw $800 out. And I'm like, yeah, I'll take that. Like, I didn't even fight him on it. Hey, oh, I Oh, it's just tough as a buyer to go into something and not knowing your price point at all. The thing is, if you're buying off a lot, the fucker better have a price. I mean, all of our cars are pretty well priced out there. It's different when you're going after something that's not for sale. It's, it was a private party thing. Like when you knock on somebody's door and go, hey, is that old piece of shit out in the yard for sale? You, you don't really want to come up with a lowball offer when you're the guy standing there, you know, Asking him to sell his shit. Like, that's that's like, a different story. That's like one thing Rick said is a lot of older pe- people go, oh, it's not for sale. And he's like, yeah, it's because the motherfuckers ain't offered him more than fucking $200 for the whole cab. <laughs> right. I wouldn't want to sell my shit either. <laughs> so well, you get sick of lowball offers after a while. And then you go, it's not for sale. Yeah, and then you just start telling people it ain't for sale. So you pay a haul. You know, you know more. for the right person, <laughs> everything's for sale. I, I don't mean, know. It take significantly. I've got some pretty system. sentimental cars, and if somebody offered me the right price, I would cheer as they went onto the fucking trailer. I'd be like, fuck yeah, you know how much I got out of that thing? I'd have to get so much out of my Toyota, I'd feel bad selling it to someone. So would I. But I'd be happy I got the money. Yeah. Like, I mean, if somebody gave me ten grand for the Charger, they're going to own it. And I'm going to be happy about it. I don't think I'd take three or four grand for my Toyota. That's rough. Well, you know, by the time you part it all out, you probably almost got three, four grand in it. Well, got a thousand bucks worth of tires on it. The rims are hard to find because they're really wide ones. 
So, I mean, by front the front bumpers, couple hundred bucks. See, lock front and back. Take a couple grand just to buy the truck. It's got gears. Lots of gears. It's got to have lots of gears because they ain't got no ain't fucking enough balls. gears. <laughs> <laughs> it's got its third 22 RE in it. Just broke in. Those, you know. On my other podcast, I was talking about Toyotas and my hatred for Toyotas, and I said I'm going to do a whole episode on how much I hate Toyotas. So we might have to have your truck featured and how you've got, like, what do you got for gears? 529s. 529s, and it still ain't got no power. That was the first and second. Because it's got that badass 22R in it. E. Oh, you got like 22RE. You got the electric. Don't you forget the E. I'll bet they are 30. That adds what, 20 horsepower? I don't think it has any really. It's just for drivability, I think. It's probably it. Um, hey, you can climb hills without stalling. They are 35s and they're 16 and a half inches wide. You don't have a bed. You don't have doors. You don't have weight. And it's still not enough. Dude, the bed was only like 300 pounds. I could pick the bed up by myself. It's still like throwing my fat ass out of it. I could drive around with you. Yeah, you could. I did. You with, just have less power. Did with your girlfriend. I had no problem. It's all right. <laughs> it didn't have no power to begin with. It's the same. It's like it's still like you put it to the floor and it, it just does what it wants. Don't Maybe really change day. whether you have a thousand pounds or two hundred pounds I in suppose. it. It is just is what it is. Don't like to rev out either. Just put a three fifty in it. That's what I don't like about it. Much as I hate Chevys, just no. put a three fifty in it. Weighs too much. You truck. You just got done telling me the weight. The front end weighs too much. Oh. There's no weight in the rear end. There's none. That truck would be virtually worthless with a 350. Yeah, I'd have some juice, but anytime you got your front end in something, you'd never be able to back out. Mm, that's true. Because it's already like that. I've dropped the front end off a swamp and back tires are on dry ground and just sits there. Back tires that. don't even try and dig into the dirt. So like just like sitting on top of ice. It's like nice. Someone's come give me a tug. <laughs> no, and I already break axles, so kind of makes me want to build something like that. And then I realize I don't want to waste my money on shit. I have too much other junk to waste my money on. Uh, only reason I really have is we use this log skitter for a long time. <laughs> Tell you what, a log skitter. Yeah. There you go. You go out on the ice and you. Just, we uh, we had a couple chokers hooked up to it, and we, we drank two or three logs out. Nice. Two or three trees, I should say, no logs. We had to cut them down. Mm-hmm. Nice. What else you got on your, your notepad over there? There are max bolts. Fuck Duramaxes. Oh, I hate those things. Oh, no, you need special bolts for the injectors. That's yeah. pretty neat. Well, that was our, our lesson that we learned this weekend. <laughs> Good news. Uh, that dude's going to break off more plastic return lines because that one I had. Oh, he was, told him about that too. What? Apparently those return line kits that he bought, the guy said they'll only last like two months because the, the rubbers aren't good in them. He said about the cheapest you can get those return lines for is like 70 bucks. Otherwise, the ones he bought, he says you won't get any time out of them. He's like, those are destined to fail. They're garbage. I don't know, it's hard I don't know if he's filling him full of shit and just lying through his teeth to get more money or what, but yeah, he's got to buy all new injector could, return lines. Could be a Chevrolet thing. It could be. And then 
those injector hold down bolts that I broke off, we now found out are tapered bolts, which is why Chevy wants almost $10 a piece for them. Uh, but that's why our cheap hardware store bolts won't hold the injectors down and seal them. You do. You just got to crank them down tighter. Yeah, well. So you, you could, feel like they're going to snap if, off if you put the correct threads? bolts in, apparently it doesn't do that. So we've, we've learned plenty about Duramaxes from somebody who's dealt with them this weekend. I know more than I want to know. I know more than I'm ever going to need to know again because I'll never touch another one. The only way I'm touching another Duramax is if I'm cutting it up for scrap, and I will love every minute of it. Oh, I'd be kind of scared to work on one. That's that's one of the few. If I cut it up for scrap, I would literally cut it up before it went in. I wouldn't even just take the wheels off and put it on a trailer. Like, the skid steer would flatten That's a bad idea. Don't it. do that. Why? Direct deck boards. I don't care. I do, because it's my trailer normally. Oh, no. We'll use my trailer when we take it in. <laughs> It doesn't matter because we're going to be taking it in in three foot cubes. Well, because that's better. Right? I, I'm literally going to waste an entire tank of oxygen cutting the fucker into pieces. Junk's up. I heard that. You know, I heard that from some people, but then I also heard somebody say it was only like 140 a ton the other day, which is pretty painful for me. I don't know. I said that to call. Good news. I probably got my Volkswagen sold. Bad news, I have to drag it in today and make it run. The blue one, that's oh. all crushed. Was all crushed. Nice. So, I could use your help for that after this podcast is over. I was going to use the tow truck, but I couldn't get it to start yesterday. Because my dad decided we needed to mess with the carburetor, and now it doesn't start in the cold when it used to. That's right. It's because of the holly on it. I'm just going to blame the carburetor. It's not, it's not blaming the operator yet. No, it's definitely. Made it from not running the, or from running to not running. No, definitely not operator error. The, as you guys call him, the carburetor guy. Knows everything about carburetors. This is me. All I see is him fight carburetors. My, every time I see him with a carburetor, I swear it never works. He hates And you guys are just like, carburetors are, like, if you have a problem with a carburetor. Get my dad. Hey, now, don't quote me. I'm not the one saying that. I've heard that from like a hundred other people. Him or him or Schoonover. You and Zach both say that. enough, dad. everybody tells me Schoonover is just amazing with carburetors, but you can't get him to work on anything. I don't know. I, I think I'd find somebody else. I know two other people I'd take it to. I don't know who those people are, but. Rooster and Randy. Those are two options. But Randy won't really fuck with it unless it's an L or uh, unless it's a Holly. Because my Elder Brock, he wouldn't even fuck with. Well, see, that's perfect. Because my dad <laughs> won't touch a Holly, but he can tune an Elder Brock. So we'll just he Randy can, can tune the Hollies, and Dad can tune the Elder Brocks, and we'll have two people who can tune carburetors. Or we can just get away from carburetors. I like the way you think, but I need my end of the world mobile, so I, I have to have at least one carbureted car around. Why? For the end of the world. When the EMP goes off, it just fries everything. It's going to have to have Some points, Some just so fucking dumb anyway. You can't fry it when it ain't there. That's true. My New York girl run. Just like the old Dodges. They're so dumb. Their early styles don't even matter. That's true. Unless it's Wigan's. But Wigan can screw anything. Wigan doesn't count because he's a destroyer <laughs> of everything. Uh, 
Fuck, we're back to naming names. We're not supposed to name names. It's not names. Oh, yeah. They're just nicknames. It's a nickname. Kind of. Anyways, my snowmobile quit running this weekend. Really pissed me off. Not surprised. Yeah, me either. (laughs) So, so get this. I started it, and I'm warming it up, and it's real... Just running like an ace. Two poles. She took right off. I'm like, sweet. I'm going riding. And uh, all of a sudden, it just fell right on its face. Ran out of gas. And I'm like, what the F? So I lift the hood up. Check the fuel filter. Fuel filter's empty. Lines are empty. So I pulled the line off and started sucking on it. Because the gas gauge reads that I got fucking gas in it. Can't get any gas through through the thing. So I get looking. Pull the gas cap. There's gas in it. But the feed for the tank... Must be curled up or something, and it's just sucking nothing but air with half a tank in it, which is driving me crazy, because I don't want to have to run on the upper half a tank just to keep my fucking sled running. Snowmobile problems, man. You'll never hit that end of them. Yeah, that's why That's why for years I didn't own a snowmobile, and then I got this cheap piece of shit, and now I know why it was a cheap piece of shit. And now you're like, damn, can't believe I bought a snowmobile. <laughs> Speaking of which, how's your snowmobile? It's there. Have you touched it? Nope. I want to go get it one of these days. So you can go riding? Probably get it running, right? Hey, your shafts are here. Yeah. Annie's going to have to deal with that. I want Annie grab it. Annie's grabbing the shafts. Um, No, I don't know. It blew that check engine light. I don't know what it is. Oh, on your sled? Yeah. Might have like an inertia switch of some kind of, for all I know. Does it not run at all? Oh, it runs, kind of. Oh, it just doesn't run well. It's just got a check engine light, and it ain't very happy. Oh. And it likes to quit. But it was also warm out when I did it, and that runs like dog shit when it's warm. Really? Yeah. Huh. They're made for like 30 degrees or less. I did not know that. It's yeah. fuel injected, isn't it? Yeah, it's still made for like 30 degrees or less. Well, that makes no sense, because they should be able to tune it for <clears throat> fucking near anything. It's probably like your heart open. It's just Ooh. got what it's got. Yeah, that that's possible, actually. That would be my assumption. The thing is, that's pretty new. Does, well, does it have an oxygen sensor or not? I don't know. How do you not know? I suppose How would I know? You've never had to work on it, have you? No. I fucking bought it, drink it, start. My Harley's an oddball year. That's the only reason it's like that. What year is that? Mine's an old four, but it's like See, one of the this is only early, 07. This is an early, early EFI one, so uh, it doesn't have an O2 sensor. It's got no feedback. It only runs in open loop. Like, I don't know. I don't know either. I'll tell you, man. I'm not a genius or nothing. Uh, I do think it needs exhaust donuts, so I'll tear into the exhaust anyway. That's fine. I hear their joy. I'll bet everything about that's a joy. Because I know what's I've heard it's an absolute nightmare from some people. And Colton said he had my seat off and stuff, and he said it didn't look that bad. But I don't know. So I did the spark plugs in that uh, Subaru that he said was so bad that he's like, you got to jack the motor mounts up and everything to do them. Yeah, you just got to have good tools. It's easy. It was done in an hour. Wham, bam, thank you. Charge him for two? No, I charged him for... He sat there and watched me do it, so I couldn't really fake it. Oh, he could have. He could have been like, yo, dog, I planned for two hours, so I my next customer ain't coming in. Mm. No, I made quick work of it. He he beat me to work because I was late that day. 
I was driving the Jag to work. I was hauling balls down the road, and I come rolling up on this Subaru that's driving like a grandpa. And I was about to blow past him when I saw him put the turn signal on to turn into my shop. I was like, oh, look at that. It's him. So it wasn't as bad as he said. No, that wasn't bad at all. Hmm. Uh, it does have an oddball size spark plug, though. I tried the big one. I tried the small one. Apparently, they got this, like, fucking mini one. I I don't have it in my regular set, but I got it in that Matco set. Five eights? Smaller. It, it's a fucking weird one, because I tried all my normal ones, and none of them would fit. I think Excel has mini ones like that. It, they look like a snowmobile, or not like a snowmobile plug, but like a motorcycle plug. Like you'd have in a motorcycle. Excel makes shorties like this long. Dude, these things had thread for days on them. They, they were like a 5-4 spark plug. <laughs> you know I'm coming out? Well, I suppose, but... See, it gives you all them threads for you to just finger tighten them. Yeah, there you go. You just finger tighten them. That's what all the threads are for. No, that's straight. They all got tightened pretty good. Although I will say I had to use the spark plug socket plus that little mini one, like the one-inch extension. Yeah, I, I use that thing all the time. And I love that thing. I need to buy one. So the spark plug socket, a one-inch extension, a universal joint, and then my two like, fucking 12-inch extensions. So I had like fucking... Are you outside the wheel well doing Yeah, it? I was. <laughs> <laughs> Not even in says second. Dude, I was like... Use the impact? No, I was pretty gentle with it. I wouldn't have been. I, was I got the impact out looking right at him. I was scared of dropping your battery on the fender. <laughs> oh, I suppose. Because he enough. was standing there watching me. Right. But should, no. That. They, they weren't super tight. They weren't super loose, but... That's what the impact I just I just gave him a quick twist and... That'll tighten them. It, it'll tighten them all right. Oh, 100, 100 and something. I think it's 100 foot pounds. That's all that's rated for uh, it probably was more than that at one time. So I watched a... I think it was over 200. When I, when I told you I was thinking about buying one, I watched a Project Farm video where he tested all the mini ones. Yeah. He tested the Milwaukee, and yeah, it puts out way more than all the rest. Uh, Milwaukee one actually don't cost that much more. If you just buy the tools. It's $300 for the kit. Well, just the tools and not anything. Yeah, just the tools and not anything. Just buy the tool and the battery. By the time you buy the tool and the battery, you damn near bought the kit. The batteries are expensive. They're like 50 or 60 bucks. They use the small batteries like the flashlight. I don't think I'd like that. I was looking at the mini ones, short ones. That way they fit in more places. They've still got like, what the hell did it say? 250 foot-pounds or something they'll put out. I don't like the little batteries. The little batteries kind of suck, but... Kind of? You know how much that it sucks? That flashlight kills it in four hours. Do you use it for four hours straight? Flashlight? No, the fucking Ugga mini Ugga the, the gun's going to kill it quicker than a flashlight. We got extra batteries. I suppose. That's how you want to look at it. Speaking of batteries... That's like saying I got extra cars. We're missing a battery. For what? For the light. Or the, or the ratchet, one or the other. Probably plugged in the no, I won't. one underneath. Zach's charger. Oh, is there a separate charger? Yeah, because yours sucks. Don't charge the batteries right. Milwaukee Life. You what plug it in and it says they're charged. Hmm. Then you go to put it in your gun and it's completely dead. I was looking all over for the battery. You didn't. Yeah. It's right there. I did. I can't find anything on your bench because somebody's got no organization. It's not on the bench. It's underneath the bench. 
Oh, like on the bottom? Like not where you the put bottom, your feet? but in between. Yeah. Oh, fuck that. All right. Well, at least I know where it's at. Where's Zach put it? I don't know. You should know Zach's not fit to do anything. I know I let Zach do it, but I ain't cared. Because I didn't have to. I think him and Dad are working today. Where's your Jeep coming along? I parked it in a snowbank. Oh, the Jeep. Oh. Uh, nice. We're, we're nice not going to... Rust-free Jeep. Jeep's like to rust. It's really a Jeep bad. thing. Uh, so my Jeep thing that I'm working on right now is putting a floor pan and cab supports in a Wrangler, which is pretty crusty. And... I got the floor pan fitted last, uh, no, what the, Saturday. Saturday I got the floor pan fitted, cut out and fitted. And I went to jack it up and broke a brake line. And I've got to replace all the cab mounts. So I got a clusterfuck going on. That's my plan for today. It's got 11 body mounts. 11 body mounts is yeah. correct. Because they only have one front. They're right about thirty bucks a piece from Car Quest here. Good news is he bought a whole kit for two hundred, but I don't know that what the quality is going to be. On painful. It. I think I threw lift blocks in it. It's already <laughs> lifted. It's already really hard to get into. I can't imagine getting into it with more lift. Not to mention his wife is like Griffin size. She's oh. super short. So and it's her car. So. Yeah, that'd be pretty irritating. Yeah, she would need a step ladder to get it. Put a ladder on it that folds down. There you go. We've made them. All right. Chubbs makes them. First truck. He has made them, yeah. Oof. Okay. He makes pretty fancy rigs. Like like a pirate ship ladder. Just toss it over. No, it folds down. Oh, that's fancy. It folds up. They're like, uh, we had a crippled guy. He couldn't use his his knees down or all his knees down couldn't use his legs and they made him a buggy where the the door flips down and it's steps so he could get in it nice that's pretty wicked and it's got hand control i assume no he can he can drive oh he just can't um i don't know he can't walk he's a cane and stuff i mean he really can't walk like that it's pretty hard for him i kind of want a buggy I know. <laughs> That's one of those. Right, you want that, one, but uh, if you think a Jeep is expensive, buy a buggy. A buggy costs about. If you got a lot of shit laying around, it's still like fifteen grand to build. Probably a nice not. one. No thanks. Like one you're not gonna work on every single day. Like just once a weekend, hopefully. I don't understand people that want to do that, but hey. You just said you want one. Yeah, I want one that I don't have to work on. Like I want to. They just, don't make one. I want to just get in and thrash it, and then hand it to someone else and say fix it. Oh, like I want to have that. Not I want to have that kind of money where like you get to go break it, but you don't have to worry about fixing it. I was gonna say because they don't make strong enough parts, they break. Oh, I, I realize that. I just don't want to be the guy who's got to deal with fixing it, especially when it's covered in mud. They make super duty shafts that are like this fucking bigger Owen. You got to say how big that is. Uh, I don't know, like, what, four-inch shaft, probably? Yeah, like, probably. Like, they're as big as the whole hull on a Super Duty. Really? Like, the newer style one. The year style, or maybe a little bit newer. But they're the size of the whole thing, and we've Bro. sheared them off. 
You know, I can't. I think Overson builds them, and they like can't break them. Unbreakable. You know, as soon as they say unbreakable, somebody's gonna go off. Well, the guy is a. I think it's a six hundred with a pro charger on it, and it's like eight hundred, nine hundred horse, and just fucking just slamming around the rocks, just beating the front end down, hopping it, and that's gonna break stuff. It's gonna break it, even if it don't break that, it's gonna break eventually. It's gonna get wear. You would assume. That's funny because I feel like that's a good segue into motors that people say are unkillable, but it's because they ain't got no fucking power, like it's a seven three. Seven I hate 7.3s. It's so reliable. It's a million mile motor. I ain't seen a million mile 7.3 in my life. Ever. Oh, you've seen a million mile anything in your life. Ever. Mm, no, I haven't. Exactly. So when people say it's a million mile motor, I call bullshit. Trains almost got a half mil on that. Yep. Yeah. Cab's going to fall up from underneath it. Well, yeah, we live in Wisconsin, so you couldn't put that many miles on something. I'm just saying, he's not nice on that thing. It's like in massive amounts of oil at the front seal now. As long as you keep oiling it, it don't matter. It leaks enough that he wants stuff. It don't matter anyway. 7-3, you look quite right. Oh, true. Well, I mean, it's wintertime, so he doesn't have to worry about it starting. Because it won't. And it starts all the time. Really? It's one of them rarities. Also, you get 460,000 miles out of it. Um, or 70, I think it's at. Pound the highway miles on it. You don't drive the highway. Oof. It's not fit for the Am highway. <laughs> Fair enough. It gets half-ass de- death wobble because the tires he normally runs are all knobby and chopped, and it Cheap. just feels like death. And you, God, I don't know what road it is. It's from like. Where is it? it goes up through Cameron and. To race like it's a side road. It's not the it's it's like it's like county O or something or P or something. I don't, I don't know what's a letter. Anyways, it's the the road uh, from Cameron to Boomer or whatever it is is like so skinny, like a focus. Like you feel like you take up the whole road to focus. And oh god, we're in this and we're we're coming back from and we drank all night until like. Four in the morning, all hung over and shit, like can't even eat. I'm like trying to drive down this road, and it, the whole truck's just a rattle box. Your head's just like, oh, kill me awful. right now, dude. Seriously, <laughs> you're trying to keep it on the road. He's got them big tires at a time, so it's like all over the place. He's just fighting it the whole time. You're like, yeah. And then he had the saw cut, so he's running the saw and cutting concrete. Oh, no. Nice. It was a good day. That sounds miserable. It was awesome. That, that sounds like something I don't want to be part of. I think we started drinking, like, as soon as we... I think it was... Um, I think Cameron didn't sell. But I don't, I don't know. Anyway, we started drinking at like 10 o'clock in the morning. Not for Just me. kill hangover. I would die. Hey, we're 27 minutes in. So bad. I feel like we got this. We're getting better. Uh, if you have any suggestions, or if you want to contact us... We're going to put some contact info in the links, I think. And we're going to, I don't know, we'll do another show sometime this week, Thursday. Thursdays are the days we were planning on doing shows, but uh, we've been a little bit off. Uh, shit going on. Yeah. Um, 
we're busy for a change. All right. So, well, we're going to call this one a day, and you want to give an outro somehow or another? Just say have a nice day. Have a nice day. There we go. Have a nice week. It's Monday. It's fucking A. <laughs>